How you doing, guys? Make some noise. My name's um, Eamon. I'm your host for tonight. I'll, j- I'll just tell you quickly. I, so I spent a lot of time working on these nights, and I was having this dream uh, last night, because I dream about these shows quite a bit. And um, the whole time I was like, this is the greatest idea ever. Wow, this is going to be the most incredible idea for Not On Your Rider. This is going to like, rock everyone's socks off. And um, I-, I can't forget it. I can't forget it. And then I was like, I tried to wake myself up, and I was like, I need to write it down. And the idea was, I come out here at the start of tonight, I split the room, guys and girls, like pub choir style, and then we sing Bring Me To Life together, and the guys go, wake me up! And the girls go, wake me up inside! I can't wake And then as I was writing it down, I was like, this is the stupidest idea of all time. I thought I was going to be rich. Anyway, we're not going to do that, unless you guys think it's a cool idea. I don't know. It's just something... No, you're just messing with me. You don't have what it takes to wake me up inside. Make some noise if you've never been to one of these nights before. Oh, a few new people. Make some noise if you've been before and you're psyched. All right. Well, it's basically, it's like watching a panel show, except you get to play along too. So we've got three rounds, ten questions each. You guys are all playing against each other. We're going to, you know, have a bit of a quiz, hear some stories, have a laugh, play some games. We're going to sing Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. No, I'm just kidding. Unless you you guys think it's a good idea. No. What? Wake me! No, no, sorry. We don't have to to do it. Um, But the room is split in half. So right here down the middle, this side over here is tied to Team Jeremy on stage. This side over here is tied to Team Patience over here. And they're playing against each other. So they're not playing against you. Whichever side wins, their side of the room gets three extra points, their score. Ooh, so it's exciting. You want to be, uh, yeah, yeah, cheering, cheering on your side. You, don't, you guys don't sound very excited. You get three extra points to your score. <laughs> Incredible. So we're going to go back and meet our panel in a second. It's an amazing panel this week. I'll just ask for your polite attention uh, during that. And then we'll get into the uh, quiz part. We can get a little bit silly and have some fun. All right, let's get into it. I thought that sound clip would have a bit more if it doesn't matter. It wasn't that interesting. So we usually have a band leader called Simi Lacroix. He's a musical genius, but a couple of hours ago he messaged us and said he couldn't come because he's sick, unfortunately, monkeypox or something like that. But we've got Aaron Gox filling in for him tonight. Please get up, Aaron Gox. Hi, Eamon. How you doing, Goxie? Yeah, not too bad. I got the last-minute call-up and, uh, you know, like... Almost got here. I was a little bit late. I got uh, had had to stop at the RBT. Did anyone see the RBT? Oh. Random breath test, which I reckon, I reckon it's bullshit because they say random, but they're always testing for alcohol, aren't they? You know, <laughs> you never see them like, oh, tonight we're testing for garlic or um, yeah. So <laughs> Thanks for the, uh, yeah, I'm the guy who, if uh, anyone's sick, I'm, I'm like, available. <laughs> and, <laughs> Drew, <laughs> give it up for Gossy, please. It's like labour hire agency, but for the entertainment industry. <laughs> In between rounds, Goxy's going to be running some uh, classic sing-along karaoke jams, so keep an eye out for that later tonight. 
Um, but over here, we've got team captain, singer from the great. She's a Brisbane icon. She's the heart and soul of Nonya Rider. She's my personal hero. It's Patience Hodgson. Jeez, Amy. You're my personal hero, Amy. How are you doing, Patience? What's new? I am good. Actually, so I just want to roll on from what Aaron said. I've recently just gotten a... I've gotten a bit of a fun gig that's embargoed till Tuesday. But I got it because somebody dropped out. And I've been walking around all day saying, I'm the girl that you call when you don't have much budget. Or somebody <laughs> drops out. <laughs> so we're in the same position. I'm just like pulling an Aaron. But it's going to be really fun. And it's quite a good thing. I can't really talk about it too much. We'll tell you about it next time. Can say... It is a festival. I'll be doing something at a festival that celebrates the best city in the world. So my question to you is, what is the best city in the world? Brisbane! Brisbane! Brisbane. <laughs> That's <just> Brisbane! <laughs> yeah, so that's me. Uh, celebrating the best city in the world, our city. And then moved into, I'm moving into my new house on Monday, so news on that next time. Uh, so you're going to be doing some sort of Brisbane festival that you can't talk about. Okay, that makes Gosh. sense. Gosh! Please give it up for patience, Gosh. everyone. <laughs> next up, we're so stoked to have him, and this time he's just sending our patience flowers. You know who it is, it's Ben Lee! <laughs> Um, so, Ben, you're back in Australia touring uh, your latest album. You're actually going to be back here at the Trifford next month with the is it Parents Get High tour. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> I have a bit of an idea of what that name means, but would you mind <laughs> uh, telling me what it is? It's a very complex concept. It has to do with um, parents being ones who have children ingesting cannabis <laughs> after, the parents, after the kids go to bed. And um, look, the, the moment I announced you, I was inundated with catch my disease jokes. And I can't imagine what the past few years have been like for you. I mean, all of those jokes are fine, but what's, it's like the, the smugness and the arrogance of people who think they're making it for the first time <laughs> is what is most irritating. You want to just cut them down a peg a little bit, but... So you had two like, songs on the same album, which kind of spoke to it. It was Catch My Disease and We're All In This Together. And they, they get played a lot in the last few years. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm psychic. Um, and uh, I, I predict uh, many of these parents are high here tonight. Um, I'm just continuing my predictions. Uh, I'll let you know by the end of the night if I have any others. Yeah, well, I'm familiar with some of your early predictions. Your predictions on cigarettes were really spot on, I thought. Please give it up for Ben Lee. <laughs> Next up, from Regurgitator, it's another Australian icon. It's Ben Eli. <laughs> Last weekend, you played a 25th anniversary uh, uh, show for your first album. Yes. How was that? It was so fun. You know, if you don't do anything for two years, like imagine not having sex for two years and then you have sex, it's like the best sex you could ever have. I can't imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like that. And um, <laughs> was it the same types of people coming to the shows? Like, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because we do have an older demographic who are my age, but then, you know, we get this next gen. You know, the, um, I get it a lot. You meet kids in car parks who come up and go, 
Oh, you know, I've been listening to Sucked a Lot of Cock to get where I am since I was five, and now I can finally go to your show. It's so good to see you guys play live. You know, we get a lot of that. So, so we get old dudes and, and young people who've got tattoos and stuff. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Some of the songs even have, like, a bit of tongue-in-cheek whimsy, so that, and they kind of... Well, you guys did some kids' music as well, too. The Regurgitator Pogo Go show. We did, yeah, because I've got, I've got kids and um, we wrote a lot of songs together. So the reason we put the kids' record out was because um, we had a back catalogue of all this stuff. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Farting is a part of life. Let me say that much. But, um, yeah, yeah, so that's why we did it. Because um, we were asked to do a show once and I said, yeah, I got some kids' songs. And um, last week, and you played here at the Small Fry Rock Show, which was yes. a gig that parents could bring their kids to. Yeah, and I dropped a massive f bomb. Yeah, I heard about that. I said, "Everybody, make some fucking noise!" Yeah! That's where everyone makes a noise. The kids, the kids made much more noise than you guys. Do you want to try again? Make some fucking noise! Yeah! Give it up for Benny. Yeah, there you go. Over here, we've got Jeremy for his first appearance this year. It's the nicest guy in Brisbane. Jeremy Hale. Oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Uh, here's the situation. As you know, I wasn't here last time. Had COVID. It happens. But thankfully, labor hire, Goxie, came to the rescue. <laughs> Thank you, legend. And what hasn't happened since then? You know this. You may be aware of this. Eamon got married. Oh, yeah. That was cool. I got to MC at his wedding. It was quite the honor. So thank you. And... Love's back, right? Yeah, love is back in a big way. Yeah, it's huge. I saw you walking around putting things on tables before. Yeah, uh, look, um, it was the answers. The <laughs> answers are the question no one has the guts to ask, which is, what are we going to do when we miss you next month, Jeremy? Or July, to be precise. I'm going to be away again. I know, this is wild. But it's for a good thing i got another baby on the way. Hey. It's going to be cool. It's going to be wholesome. It's going to be pretty, sleep deprivation. Pretty weak excuse if you ask me. No, no, you're right. I'll be here. But if you miss me, I've left a little present on your table. It's a signed poster for my new movie, T-Rex 2, um, in cinemas eventually. Um, but just, you know, put it on the back of your toilet door. Maybe use it as a bin liner. Maybe wrap a present for an enemy that you hate. Um, you just do what you feel, but don't worry, okay? If you're missing me, I'll be missing you too. And we're going to have a cool time tonight, so Yeah. Give it up for Jeremy, everyone. Next up, we've got one of our first ever guests, and she's returning. We're so stoked to have her. It's Ballpark Music's Jen Boyce. Hello. Now, you have two very exciting releases this year. Yes. The first one is the new Ballpark Music album, Weirder and Weirder, coming out tomorrow. Yeah, out tomorrow. Unbelievable. Actually, out midnight, so stay up. Stay up. Listen. <laughs> you guys posted this yesterday. Was that real? I wish it was real. Oh, so it? many people thought it was real and I felt so bad. I didn't want to, like, break it to friends and family that like, we, we absolutely did not pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the second exciting release is coming a little bit later this year. It's yeah. your first child. Yeah. There's a baby in there. Woo! With, um, with Jeremy's new child set to drop in July, are you <laughs> uh, planning any, like, <laughs> children's supergroups? Ooh. I mean, I'm, I'm open to it. Yeah, let's cool. do it. All right. Watch this um, space. Stop I'll provide then. the weed. <laughs> <laughs> Please give it up for Jen, everyone. 
And down the end, we're so stoked to have him here tonight. It's comedian and broadcaster Shad Wicker. Hello. You've got a, um, a Brisbane Comedy Festival show happening tomorrow night. Yes. How does that show kind of work? Uh, it's called Shad and Pete Save the World. Um, and basically, you come to the show, you write down any problems you've got in your life, you put them in a bucket on stage, and you let myself, uh, Peter James, and some comedians get drunk and solve them for you for an hour. Can, can With a 100% success rate. We've never failed. Can, can you think of any strange uh, questions that you've received? Uh, I remember this, actually, there was one earlier this year, we, we, uh, we did a show in Adelaide, and a guy rocked up to the show with no nose. Yeah. That's very good. So, like, like, just, like, dressing over the nose, oh, like, okay. completely missing. And he came in, he was there with his partner, really fun, and then halfway through the show, we pulled a problem out that said, my partner won't let me choose my new nose. And we immediately went, far out, I hope this is your problem. Because <laughs> otherwise, this is some very bad bullying that's happening in this show right now. But um, uh, yeah, that was probably the most alarming one. We also, we've had like, the show's real weird. We kind of have no like rules. Like that's kind of the only rule is when someone comes on as a guest, go, if you've got an idea, just run with it. So because of that, we've had like people strip on stage. We had like a couple that uh, her, her father didn't know they were dating and wanted the other guy to ask for permission. So we made them make their relationship official and tag their dad on it on social media. Stunning. Just like, you know, just kind of cutting out the middleman on a lot of stuff. So, like, weird stuff happens all the time. And you were on Hit FM in Cairns for a while. <laughs> what, yes. What brought you down here to Brisbane? Oh, such a lovely question. Um, I was fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was sacked halfway down the country on my way to another promotion because um, I was in a photo with former Prime Minister Scott Morrison holding a mug that had cunt written on it. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he shared it. See, he shared it on all of his... That was, in, that was in 2019. And I really thought I read the room. The prick was elected two months later. So this, the past weekend was fucking awesome for me. <laughs> Give it up a shout, everyone. Yeah. All right, we've got heaps and heaps of prizes tonight. We've got a bunch of spot prizes, including Green Beacon beers. We've got Tanqueray Gin, the gin you can win. We've got Jamison. We've got Burger Urge vouchers, the Urge and the Gurge in one place. You should do some sort of Roberga Urgitator burger. That's a good idea, I reckon. And, oh, we've got Ben Eli's new album on vinyl. We've, for third place, you're going to get a $50 Triffid voucher. Second place gets a $100 Triffid voucher and a Ben Lee vinyl, which I've got down here. And, oh, sorry. Last place gets a Jeremy Neal vinyl, so don't try too hard out there. And first place gets five double passes to the Triffid, a uh, regurgitator vinyl, and this mug as well. <laughs> in case, just in case you run into ScoMo at Centrelink or something like that. It's the same rules as always. Obviously, no phones, no cheating. Uh, spelling doesn't matter as long as most letters are in some reasonable order. You can get the point. No yelling out, of course. Uh, circle Patience or Jeremy on each answer sheet right now and write your uh, team name on every answer sheet now too, just so we don't get confused later. But let's get into it. Round one. Oh, yeah. Question one. Which ACDC song features a bagpipe solo? Which ACDC song features a bagpipe? Out, 
Question two. All right, it's a bit wordy. Bear with me. Question two. Which hit song from the late 1970s tells the story of a man on a train who sits down next to the narrator, finishes his alcohol, tells him some advice, and then turns around and dies? Hit song from the 1970s. Okay, question three. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, parents talk here. Question three. On which day of the week do the bananas in pyjamas chase teddy bears? On which day of the week? Okay. Next up is an audio question. I need you to identify the songs from the 8-bit version. So there'll be four of them for four points. It's just the song titles we need. We'll play them twice. Okay, here's the first one through. I'm going to give you an extra point if you can figure out who played on all those tracks too. So it was a bonus one. There's one musician who played on all those songs. Okay, question five. It's going to be two answers for two points, if you can do it. In which two decades did Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers enter the Australian charts? So it entered the charts in two different decades Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Question six. Okay. This is going to be three answers for three points. I need you to identify the Australian bands from the fan tattoos. Now, these are just examples. We've got It's Is My Life by John Bovey. This young person has gotten the whole lyrics to Sunsets by Powderfinger on their back. Identify the Australian bands from their fan tats. He's A. All right, let's move forward. Question seven. Which two hit songs from 2005 begin with stomps and claps and they both feature cheerleaders in their music videos too? Two big hit songs from 2005 that begin with stomps and claps and have cheerleaders in their music videos. Okay, question eight. We did one of these a few months ago, but I, this one, I need you to identify the songs from the Musicless music videos. This was a bit of a craze a few years ago. People would re-record the audio from music videos as if there wasn't any music in them. So there's, I've got two of them here. I need the songs, please. Here we go.
What were the two music videos? Some smartass put one of my stand-up sets online with all the laughs taken out. Oh wait, it was just my normal one. <laughs> all right, I've got a quick uh, little mini game for Ben Lee. Um, so you got a podcast with your wife called Weirder Together. That's right. And on the latest episode, actually, you featured a game that I sent in called Footy Player or Crocodile. And you guys absolutely nailed it, but I, I just wanted to know, just for a bit of fun, did you want to play around now? Oh, let's do it. Okay, footy player or crocodile. So you've got to decide if this thing he says was done by a footy player or a crocodile. Oh, sick. <laughs> in 2006, a blank was chased by police in Perth, eventually losing them by jumping into the Swan River. Footy player. Footy player. It was Ben Cousins, correct. <laughs> well done, you nailed it. Ben Cousins' channel. Okay. In 2021, after a late night, a blank bit the toes of a 28-year-old man. Footy player. <laughs> Footy player. It was a crocodile. Uh. He's mocking him with his remaining digits. Um, and last one. In 2007, after plundering a tradies' beer fridge, a blank managed to flee from police and Steve Irwin. Crocodile. It was a footy player. It was so iconic. <laughs> He, um, he, uh, he owed a tradie money and he went over and drank a bunch of beers with his teammate, Canberra Raiders, Raiders player Steve Irwin, has the same name. They drank a bunch of beers and on the drive home got pulled over Technicality. by police. Technicality. Technicality. Yeah. Glad to see. Trick Check question. It's, uh, Trick question. It's nice to see Todd Carney spitting water out of somewhere else. That's good. <laughs> I was going to say, it's actually going the other way. <laughs> All right. Let's... Good, good plug, though. Check out the podcast, Weird It Together. Weird It Together. It's great. Actually, check it out. Um, question, we're going to talk about it later too, but question nine. Which three songs appeared in the incredibly successful 1990 Grease Megamix? Which three songs appeared in the incredibly successful? And I'm going to give you the choice. How strict do I get with uh, song titles? Strict? A little bit strict? Relaxed? All right. I'm going to be relaxed. You guys chose this. And question 10, it's about Weird Al. So Weird Al released a parody of the Presidents of the United States song, Lump. Who was the subject of the Weird Al version? So Weird Al created a parody of Lump. Who was it about? It's a name that rhymes with Lump. There you go. All right, that is the end of round one. Lock in all your answers, commit to what you've got, now, swap your answer sheets over with a team nearby. It doesn't matter how many times you swap, as long as you don't have your own answer sheet in front of you, we're going to go through and mark them together. So please swap over with a team nearby. All right, here come the answers. Please swap if you haven't done so already. Okay. Round one, question one. Ben Eli, which ACDC song features the bagpipe solo? It's a long way to the top. Oops. <laughs> if you want to rock and roll. Does that, does that, were you saying that that song has a special meaning to you? It's a long way to the top. Yeah. It's a special meaning. The story of the bagpipes. Bagpipes. Um, well, you know, Bon Scott kind of grew up, his first uh, foray into music was the bagpipes because his dad taught him the bagpipes. So uh, I don't know if you've seen the ABC documentary on Australian Story about Bon Scott. Have you seen it? So good. I just know that you talked about that and I thought it was very interesting that you knew that much about Bon Scott. 
How good is Bon Scott, though? The pirate poet of Australia. He's considered the best rock singer of all time. Anyway. Jeremy, what did you have for question two? The one about the guy who turns around and dies. Uh, yeah, it gets pretty dark. You know, you think you're going out to the cast for a pretty cool time, and then it goes dark. It's The Gambler, I reckon. It's the Gambler by Kenny Rogers. Um, Jeremy, you would generally describe yourself as somebody who is against di dictatorships, right? I would. That's actually my motto. I'm like, Jeremy Neal, and then my catchphrase is, I'm against dictatorships. So, actually, it was today. I saw this pop up in my feed. Would you mind explaining this photo to me? Uh, the thing is, I am against dictatorships, but I will do fucking anything for cash. <laughs> Who's that in the corner? Um, a certain North Korean dictator. <laughs> yeah, what actually happened in that photo? It actually looks like him. Yeah, it's, um, it's the renowned... Um, uh, Kim Jong uh, impersonator Howard X um, was doing uh, what he does best in Singapore when we were playing a show at, uh, with a band Teen Sensations, Brisbane's best Beach Boys rip-off band, and there was a one-person performance, so it was quite nice. It was quite intimate. I, I did not know there was a Kim Jong Un impersonator. Who got hey, what is the market for that? I, like, it's I, like, okay, look, it's my 30th. I want something really wait, special. Wait, guys, I heard the market for that is really big and they're all interconnected, all of, like, the impersonators, like the big famous ones. Really? And that they had to do a special, like, exit strategy for the guy in Yugoslavia that impersonates, like, um, you know, the Russian Putin. This sounds like a QAnon theory. Yeah. No, this, yeah, it does. But I, I mean, I was told this recently and that there's this like good... I got this article sent to me that was like, this is the most heartwarming article about impersonators you'll ever read. I didn't read it, but that was the gist. Oh, yes. And the crazy the thing is... The only person they can't impersonate is themselves. <laughs> oh. I, su I suppose if you want someone to come to your party and not let anyone eat, you can hire him, I don't know. <laughs> Question three. What is the... What, uh, sorry, that was a North Korea joke. I shouldn't have said that. What day of the week uh, did the bananas in pyjamas chase teddy bears? Ben, Eli, what did you have? I think Patience came up with this one. I'd have to say a Tuesday. Tuesday is correct. Um, you had the, um, the Bananas in Pyjamas open for you once. They did, yeah. King George Square. Uh, for a save, when John Howard got elected uh, into the Australian uh, Parliament, we played uh, Save the ABC Rally at King George Square. And, um, you know, we're all from Brisbane, and there was actual riot. We blocked off all the streets around the... Yeah, and, and the police came up to me. They surrounded the stage and they said, you got to stop. And I said, well, we'll just play one quiet one. And the song starts quiet and then it turns into a punk song. And then I went... Ah! <laughs> got him. Yeah. It was, it was actually, you know, I mean, having a gig where you have a riot in your hometown, it's actually uh, really fun. You should try it sometime. <laughs> Question four, the uh, songs from the 8-bit versions. The answers were, you ought to know. We had You Were Meant For Me by Jewel. Yes. We had Bust A Move. Yes. And Give It Away was the last one. Yes. Now, Ben Lee, I was listening to your podcast the other day and you told a story about your wife having a kind of an eye-opening um, experience with the person who is in all of those songs. Who is it? So the, the person playing bass on all those songs is Flea. 
Flea. So an extra point if you said flea. So, yeah, um, yeah, I only once did a six-hour tantric workshop staring into Flea's eyes for six hours face-to-face. Uh, it's, there's not much more to the story, but it's... Uh, there you go. That's it. So there What's you the buy-in like? What do I got to pay Flea for that? Yeah, it's um, it's it's pricey. Um, but he actually dated um, Flea's nanny. I did. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. We are. Our whole team is very connected to Flea. What's your What's your connection, Patience? He bit me once. He bit you. <laughs> bit you. Because he's a Flea. Oh my God. That's all I had. <laughs> that was quick. Question five. Shad, what were the two decades that you guys had written down? Oh, I think you, you'll find... How confident are we in this one? I'm pretty sure it was the 60s. The 60s is correct. Yeah, sucked in. <laughs> and the 1990s. 1990s is correct. Yeah! Well done. Because of Ghost coming out in 1990. <laughs> Identify the Australian bands from the fan tats. Jen, who did you have for the uh, tattoo question? Hello. Um, well, we didn't know this one. It's very elaborate, but it's also not giving me much. Um, so we just guessed Violent Soho. Oh, it's The Vines. It's their... Oh, oh. oh it's their album cover for Winning Days. It was supposed ah, to pop that up. That does make a lot the of vines. sense. Who did you have for B? We said the chats. It's Cosmic Psychos. Damn it. That makes even more sense. <laughs> and C, who did you have there? We're more confident about this one because Jeremy actually knew it. Is it June Rats? It's June Rats. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, you've had some, some fan tattoos of Ballpark Music yes. in your time, right? Yes, we have. Has anyone gotten you tattooed on them? Um, not my entire being, but they have got a body part of mine tattooed on their body part. Wow. That was weird. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. What was it? Dare is I ask? It's my eyes. I actually found it. Here is the guy's tattoo. It's pretty good, actually. Like, Where is it? It's, um, it's on his forearm. So that's weird. Yeah. It does look Watching like your eyes. It's really it good, really isn't it? Looks like it's your a eyes very to good me. tattoo. Good tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he told me before he turned 18, he came to an underage show and said, I'm gonna get a tattoo of your eyes as soon as I turn 18. And I was like, Yeah, buddy, like, no, you won't. And then yeah, got that like three weeks later. So I did some professional uh, graphic design to prove it actually is your eyes too. <laughs> and it is. That's it. Unmistakable. You've nailed it. The two hit songs from 2005 that begin with stomps and claps. One of them was Holla Back Girl. And the other one was. Oh, it was Catch My Disease. Well done if you got that. Question eight, identify the songs from the musicless uh, music videos. Ben Lee, what did you guys have? Start Me Up. Start Me Up is correct. Oh, and More Than A Woman. More Than It was... What did you guys put? We also put that. It was Staying Alive. Oh! Sorry. Oh! 
We thought they were walking too slow for that. It's true. Yeah. It's a slow song. It looked like too. a ballad. It looked like a ballad. It looked like a ballad. They were walking like guys singing a ballad. It did. You didn't notice the scene where they performed CPRs to the band? It was the uh, 70s. That's how guys walk when we're singing ballads. Um, so I was watching the Catch My Disease video and I thought it would be really good to make a musicless music uh, version of that. So oh, good. I, I've got it up here. I hope you enjoy it. That's the way I like it. Winter is long. Stage in Pomona. Open your eyes on the radio. And that's the way I like it. <laughs> My gift to you. Thank you. The three songs uh, that appeared in the Grease Mega Mix for three points. We had "You're the One That I Want." Yes. Then it was "Grease Lightning." Yes. And we decided we're going to be nice with this one. It's "Summer Nights" or "Summer Loving" if you wrote that. That's fine. Anything like that will get you a point for three points. Well done. And who was the subject of the Weird Al version of Lump? Jeremy Neal. We thought it might be Donald Trump. Let's have a look. It was Forrest Gump. Well done if you got that, Forrest Gump. All right, please mark... Jer Jeremy's would have been better, though. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Please mark that answer sheet. Put the total up the top. Give it back to the team it belongs to. Double check. Make sure it was marked correctly and added up correctly. Alana's going to come around and collect your answer sheet. So please have that ready for her. Make sure your team name's on it. Just take off the top one and give it to her. We're going to have a five-minute break, but we're going to have a round of uh, Goxie's sing-along classic karaoke. Come on, everyone, join in. <laughs> We're all going to sing together, ready? <laughs> and I don't want the world to see me Because I don't think that they'd understand When everything's made to be broken I just want you to know who I am I just want you to know who I am I just want you to know who I am. Sorry if that was a bit loud. Thank you. Alrighty. We're going to play a little bit of a mini game now. So in a second, I'm going to get everyone to stand up. It's basically true or false. Hands on heads for true, hands on bums for false. It's Rocked or Rob, the Guardian's top 50 songs of Brisbane style. So everybody stand up. If you get it wrong, you've got to sit down. I'm going to give you a song. 
I need you to tell me if it was in the 2018 Guardian Top 50 Songs of Brisbane. Do you think this song is one of the greatest songs out of Brisbane? It was, it was voted by the public as well too. Okay, here we go. First one, Streets of Your Town by Go Betweens. Yes. yes or no? It was number one. Yes, all right, nailed it. Okay, Dalai Lama, Big Banana Marijuana by June Rats. Rocked or robbed? Oh, it was robbed, I'm sorry. Someone got a great tattoo of it. Okay, it's nice to be alive, ballpark music. Rocked or robbed? It was rocked, number 38. Oh, sorry, it <laughs> out. She's a riot, the Jungle Giants. Rocked or robbed? She's a riot. It was robbed. Oh, no, they're dirty dogs. I'm Stranded by the Saints. Rocked or robbed? Number two. Well done. Song formerly known as by Regurgitator. Rocked or robbed? It was rocked. Number seven. Lost your magic touch. I sucked a lot of cock to get where I am. Regurgitator. Rocked or robbed? It was rocked. Number 13. Kung Fu Sing. Regurgitator. Rocked or robbed? It was rocked. Regurgitator killed it. So we've got two at the back. Is that right? Two. One over there. Oh, she's sitting. Okay. You're just pointing her out. Hello. All right. A slow descent, the butterfly effect, rocked or robbed? Is someone saying rocked and someone saying robbed? It was robbed. Do we have one winner? Yes, it was you. Congrats, give it up. Oh, you're, there's two people. Why is it so hard to tell me if there's two people? <laughs> there's two people playing. Okay, I'm going to come down here and watch you. All right. Untouched by the Veronicas. Veronica. They're both saying rocked. It was rocked. It was number 41. Geronimo by Shepard. Rocked or robbed? You, you both saying rocked? It was robbed. But it's all right. We've got to do it again. Come on, mess me up by Cub Sport. Rocked or robbed? We got a rocked. We got a robbed. The answer is, it was number four. Well done. Number four. I've got a bottle of Tanqueray for you whenever you want that. Come down here and pick it up. Also, you're going to get a ballpark music hat. Oh, not bad. Congrats. What do you guys think about these other ones? These days, Powderfinger, Rocked or Robbed? It was rocked. 1920 by the greats. It was robbed. Queensland, Evil Eddie. It was rocked. Music is crap, custard. It was robbed. My happiness. It was rocked. Speaks and Specs, Bee Gees. It was robbed. Ah. All right, let's skip forward. Here are the onstage scores. Team Jeremy is on 17 points. Team Patience is on 19 points. Oh, it's very close, it's very close. All right, let's get into it. Round two. Question 11. 
Which Rage Against the Machine song features an outro with the repeating line, all hell can't stop us now? <laughs> Question 12. Which singer released the song Right There, which compelled us to let down our her? What was the name of that singer? Question 13 is probably my favourite question of the night. Two of these you should get relatively easily. The other two are a bit trickier. Which four number one songs from the 1990s have lyrics that begin with the word yo? Four <laughs> songs that start with the word yo that were number one throughout the decade of the 90s in Australia. Four of them, four points. All right, let's move forward. Question 14. Which popular US festival was originally created as a farewell tour by Perry Farrell for his band Jane's Addiction? What was the popular US festival that was originally created as a farewell tour by Perry Farrell? All right, it's time to give away some prizes with the spinning light game. This time I'm doing, does this song contain bird noises? I'm gonna give you a song. I need you to tell me, does it contain bird noises? <laughs> All right, Trippett, can you choose me a team, please? Oh, over there. All right, let's walk over. If you get this right, you're going to win four beers from Green Beacon and a ballpark music CD. Okay, your song is Blackbird by the Beatles. Does that have bird noises in it? Yes or no? You're going to say yes. Jeremy, can you hit the right button, please? Yeah! Well done. That's for you. Take that to the bar. And that. All right, let's choose another team, Trifford. Oh, down here, all right. Let's walk over. Oh, yeah. All right, you can win four beers and another ballpark music hat. It looks pretty good. Your song is Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard by Paul Simon. Yes or no? Yes? The answer is no. It's just whistling. You can have it anyway, though. It's all right. We're all mates. I don't have enough tables. All right, choose me another one. All right, let's head over there. Your song is Freebird by Lennon Skinner. And you can win a Not On Your Rider tote and some beers. You're going to say yes or no? They're going to say yes. Oh, it's a no! You can have it anyway, go on. And one more team. Oh, down here. Thanks, Jazz. Your song is Bird Machine by DJ Snake. Yes or no? You're gonna say yes? Let's have a look. Yes, well done. And you've also got a shirt. Congratulations. And that's how you play, bird noise or not.
Question 15. Let's move forward. Which Beastie Boys video is this still from? Which Beastie Boys video was that still taken? Normally, this is the part where we have Simi uh, do versions of three so of four songs. He's pre-recorded them for us, though. So I need you to identify the songs from the Simi versions. There's four of them for four points, just the song titles. I'll play them twice. Here we go. Eamon Clark. Question 17, which band was formed by teenage friends Larry, Adam, David and Paul in 1976? Very famous band, very popular band, Larry, Adam, David and Paul. Okay, next up is an audio question. I'll play this maybe three times for you. I've cut together four different songs. I just need you to tell me the four artists in this sound clip. So four artists for four points. Here's the first one through. All right, question 19. Which singer was known as the godfather of soul, Mr. Dynamite and soul brother number one? Which singer was known as the godfather of soul, Mr. Dynamite and soul brother number one? And question 20. Which two singers had 1981 hit songs that mentioned nine to five in their titles? Two singers hit songs that mentioned nine to five. Here we go. Question 11. Ben Eli. All Hell Can't Stop Us Now, which Rage Against the Machine song was that? Oh, look, you know, um, we aren't great Rage Against the Machine fans. So we felt like we blundered on this one. We got Bulls on Parade. Oh, what did you guys put? Sad. Is, uh, is it Sleep Now in the Fire? It's Gorilla Radio. Oh. Well done, we got that. Damn it, Coxie. <laughs> Shad. Um, which singer released the song right there? Uh, that would be the great artist known as Chingy. Chingy. Oh, oh we've got some Chingy fans. Have you, have you met Chingy before? You know, I have right? met Chingy in Darwin. Things haven't gone well for Chingy. <laughs> Chingy was playing at a small pub in Darwin. And, uh, and like, we were giving away tickets on, on the radio. So I got to go along and like after interviewing him and stuff, he was like, oh, you can come and drink with all my guys and we'll have a good time. I was like, cool. So I went along and I took a girl with me and by the end of the night, Chingy and the girl I brought went home together. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just left with his like mad crew just drinking. Cranberry and vodka was right what his drink of choice was. So 
<laughs> ben, Ben Eli, has anything like that happened to you before? Yeah, something with the guy, the singer from Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's way cooler than mine. Oh, I don't know. It was at a big day out. See, when we tour with the big day out, you always have a big party in Adelaide. Yes. And we toured in 96 with Rage Against the Machine and um, he stole my girl... The singer stole my girlfriend at the time too. How did he do it? He just walked oh. up and he said, oh, you know, can I, um, can I talk to your girlfriend? <laughs> and he, he just kind of took her away from me. It was, it was you know, I That's mean... That's how it happens, man. Yeah. But I love I it. I know how you I feel, bro. Yeah, I, love it. <laughs> I refuse to listen to Right Third for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I did? After that, I stayed up all night smoking bongs with Jack Daniel Johns in, the, uh, in his hotel room. So it was all right. That's no, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the four songs that start with the word yo. Well, there was... Wanna be. Then... Yo, listen up, here's the story. It was blue. Now, the next two are a bit trickier. Boom, shake the room. And the last one, I don't expect anyone to get. I'm amazed it was a number one song. Do the bop, man. Do the Bartman. That was number one. It was the number one song in Australia in the 90s. We yeah. should be ashamed of ourselves. <laughs> Did anybody get Do the Bartman? No, that's probably for the best. Right. I thought Ice Ice Baby. He says yo at some point. Yeah. Yo. No, sorry. <laughs> it doesn't. He doesn't say it. I checked. Doesn't he say stop, collaborate, and listen? Yeah. He all says right. all right. All My right, whole life stop. is a lie. Which popular US festival, Ben Eli, uh, I think you might know this one. Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza is correct. <laughs> you met Perry Farrell once too. Oh my God, I was a massive Jane's Addiction fan. Yeah, and on the same tour with the Rage Against the Machine, I met Perry Farrell, yeah. Oh, I know how this story ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fuck Perry Farrell? I didn't fight him. No, I, I wouldn't fight him. I love him. Oh, but I, I probably would, actually. <laughs> I probably would, sorry. Just to be honest with everybody. What was it like meeting him? Um, it was amazing. He, he, when I met him, he said, oh, would you guys want to come? Do you want to come to my party? And I, I said, oh, of course I want to come to your party. <laughs> and so we went to the same hotel where the Rage Against the Machine guy stole my girlfriend. And then we went up to, the, to his party and he, he said, I'm going to play you guys some songs off my new recording, Little East Candles. And, you know, Rage Against Machine came and Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds came and the Dirty Three and everyone was there. We're watching, watching the party and, and he was playing the songs. It's like this beautiful hippie music. And then he came to this, ah! like screaming over the noise. It sounded like this whole PA feeding back. And then it was Blixar from the Bad Seeds. He does this thing with his mouth. Have you ever seen that? Where he opens his mouth and it just sounds like hell is unleashed. <laughs> and he just kind of screamed over the jam and just destroyed the party and everyone got kicked out by the police. Yeah, it was pretty wow. cool. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> what an amazing story. 
So he, he invited you back to his room just to listen to him play. Yeah. It was like a hippie love-in. Oh, bless him. Yeah. Oh, that would have been awkward if, like, the music sucked. And you were like, oh, well, no, we're stuck here. Please, someone scream. Well, I think, I, I think Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds thought the music did suck, actually. Yeah. I, think, I think that's why. <laughs> ben Lee, Beastie Boys video. Which, uh, which, which video is that from? That's Sabotage. Sabotage, of course. Well done. Um, and Noise Addict, your first band was signed to Mike D's label, Grand Royal. How did, how did that happen? Um... There used to be a whole thing, Ben probably remembers, of just cassettes that floated around the world. That was, the, that was what we had before the internet. Wow. Um, so you'd make cassettes and people would just pass them around. Bands would share them on tour. Also, like, weird cassettes of, like, Buddy Rich swearing at his band <laughs> and people's neighbours yelling at each other. There was just a tape-trading community. And kind I of think abusive, uh, you know, answering yeah. machine messages. Yeah, exactly, like the Jerky Boys exactly. and all that kind of stuff. So, um, <laughs> so just one of my cassettes made. You see, you'd get, you'd get given cassettes after shows, and you'd play them in the van. I guess one of our noise addict cassettes ended up in the Beastie Boys' van, and it ended up on their label. So that was it. So, yeah. What was it like working with him? It was great. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I always found, um, I don't know, just like. I always just wanted to be around eccentric geniuses. That was like my goal in life. So it was good to achieve it. Yeah. That's oh, why nice. you're here tonight. <laughs> that's yeah, why here, here we are. <laughs> Identify the songs from the Simi versions for four points. We had Song Formerly Known As by Regurgitator. Yes. We had Help by The Beatles. Yes. We had Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Yes. And Gimme, 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 A Man After Midnight was the last one. I was trying to do increasing exclamation marks, but I couldn't find a song that had four exclamation marks. If you can think of one, please find it for me. I have a quick question. Sure. Is that... Is that in a song by Madonna as well? It is in Hung Up. I didn't... Did you write Hung Up? I'll give it to you. Go on. No, no. That shouldn't be allowed. No. I'm going to blame Simi for not making it distinct. Definitely not allowed on stage. Who did you guys write Madonna? We thought it was. uh, Well, that was all I could remember. So you wrote wrote Madonna? No, yeah, we wrote. It's not allowed. no, No, we didn't write Madonna. We actually wrote. Time goes by so slowly. Okay. Well, that's got to. Come on. You can't have that. But if you wrote Hung Up, that's all right. Um, Jen, who did you have for the band that included Larry, Adam, David and Paul? Hello, we took uh, an educated guess and said U2. U2 is correct. Nice. David became The Edge and Paul became Bono. Well done if you got that. What's Larry doing? Larry's still Larry. He's still Larry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Identify the four artists oh, in the sound clip. Ben Lee, who did you have? Uh, we had The Beatles. The Beatles is right. We had the Veronicas. The Veronicas is right. We had the Doors. And the we had Kylie Minogue. And Kylie Minogue. Well done for four points. I'm um, Jen. So you're about to head off on your tour, the Weirder and Weirder tour. Yes. What's the weirdest interaction you've had with a fan ever? <laughs> oh, I mean, the, probably the guy with the tattoo on his arm. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. 
Didn't someone break into the twins' room once? Oh, yeah. Look, I don't think he was a fan. In fact, I think he was some random guy off the street. Um, but he did find his way into our hotel room in the middle of the night, locked himself in the twins' bathroom. Okay. Uh, and, then, and then the twins woke everyone else up to say, <laughs> some guys broke into our hotel room and he's locked himself in the bathroom and he's naked on the toilet. Um, and now he's locked the door and we can't get him out. So I was like... I need to be there for this. I'm waking up. Um, and we were knocking on the door and trying to get him out. And eventually he was like getting really aggro. And he's like, you're going to need a fucking gladiator to get me out of here. <laughs> so we, we called the cops and the hotel security. And um, eventually he left of his own accord looking very smug. Um, and we're like, God, I'm glad he's gone. Uh, and then... We ventured into the bathroom and he'd taken a nice big shit in the spa. Um, <laughs> so the poor security had to come back and clean up after him. Um, but, yeah. But he left his shoes there and we put them in the bin. Yeah, that yeah. showed him. <laughs> Take that. You <laughs> <laughs> did shit in your spa, so. <laughs> Godfather of Soul, uh, Mr Dynamite, Soul Brother number one, Ben Lee. Do you know this one? James Brown. James Brown is correct. Have you, have you ever seen James Brown live? I did. I, I saw him live. I went with Bjork. We went and we, and we... But no, the cool thing is, this was the coolest thing. We were standing... Dude, we were standing on the balcony of the House of Blues in LA. James Brown comes on stage and Bjork starts weeping. It was a beautiful moment. Love to feel like that. Yeah, no, it's no. a good way to feel. I know. I was like envious. <laughs> I'm envious. I was like, I've never been so moved by anything. Did she <laughs> cry the whole show? No, just it was a, just the weeping at the entrance. It was a beautiful entrance. <laughs> did he come on and then get down and then someone put a thing over? He him did that at the like, end. Yeah, yeah. yeah he came. The security came on and put the <laughs> cape on him and he threw it off and he could do more and Amazing. it was awesome, man. Oh, that would sick. I went to a party with Bjork once and she wore gaff tape over her mouth. Really? So, yeah, so she wouldn't talk to anyone. So you go, hey, Bjork, how you going? <laughs> At that point, you like better not go to the party probably, right? Can I just say that is genius because I feel like I used to continuously lose my voice on tour and I'd, be, I'd get so much FOMO that everyone was going to these parties. And I, because I knew if I went to the party, I wouldn't shut the fuck up. So I used to just sit in the hotel room like, have fun, everyone, meeting all the cool people. I should have done that. Just, just and I could have been like, I'm a She is a visionary. Artist. She She's is a visionary. visionary. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, I'm really, this is a Marina Abramovich moment. <laughs> Patience, the two songs that were nine to five, which artists did you have? Okay, listen, we know it's definitely Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. And then we went, we thought, who has the most classic work song? Of all time, Jimmy Barnes does. We went, yeah, maybe the working class man king. Uh, it, <laughs> we're gonna figure it out. It was Sheena Easton. I'm sorry. <laughs> Quick update: Team Jer Jeremy is on 31 points. Team Patience is on 32 points. Oh, it's close. Let's get back into it. Round three. Which Australian hit song? from 2005 features the opening line, I'm a raisin, she's a cow. Oh. 
I'm a Raisin. She's, it was a hit song in 2005. And when it was released, some people thought it sounded a lot like Where Is My Mind by Pixies. Next up is another audio question. I need you to identify the songs from the opening riffs. I'll play it twice. Songs from the opening riffs. Here we go. Question 23, this was a different one to word, but it's worth the three points. It's, it's easy enough. According to the 1970 Jackson 5 song, what are the three things they compare love being as easy or simple to? What are the three things that they compare love being as easy or simple to? Okay, question 24. Which river is referenced in Take Me Home Country Roads? What is the name of the river? Is it the start of the song? Attach the picture of Han Solo. Just get in the right world for this one. It's a tricky one. Have a good crack. All right, well, question 25. It's just a visual question. I need you to identify these artists for me. There's four of them for four points. Here's A. Who's... Question 26 is going to be four answers for four points. So earlier this year, I did a family food style survey on the Isolation Trivia Facebook page. A bunch of people filled it out. Maybe you were one of them. But for four points, what were the top four responses to this prompt according to players like yourselves? What is the most Australian song of all time? What do you think were the top four responses to the prompts? What is the most Australian song of all time? For four points, if you can do it. All right. Keep thinking about that. But we're going to move forward. Here's a tricky one. One of the highest selling songs of all time, which 1998 hit, is not in English and features a sample of the Knight Rider theme song. So it was a hit in Australia too. It's not in English and it features a sample of the Knight Rider theme song. Okay, question 28 for two points. Uh, so number seven of the 1996 Triple J Hottest 100 and number six of the 2000 Triple J Hottest 100, both managed to work the word psychosomatic into their lyrics. They're the only songs that I can think of that feature the word psychosomatic. What are they for two points? 1996 and 2000, they both feature psychosomatic. All right, question 29. Who did Kylie Minogue team up with for the uh, 1998 hit song, Especially For You? With whom did Kylie team up with? Team up for the 1988 hit song especially for you. Okay, so apparently there's a tiny bit of controversy. Apparently some versions of Ice Ice Baby feature Yo at the start. Yo VIP kick it. Do we all agree if I play the version that's on Spotify right now, if they say Yo, you get the point. If not, they don't. All right? Okay, here it is. Okay, that, that's the remake. Here we go. Here it is. Yeah, 
VIP. All right. My bad. You get the point, guys. We'll go through. Did we have that written down? I knew it. I think we have that written down. All right. We'll listen to it. And. Question 30 for Vanilla two Ice. points. Which two number one hits has Eminem had in Australia with the word lose in the title? There's two of them for two points. Eminem has with uh, lose in the title. And I've got a tiebreaker just in case there is a tie. How many times does Gwen Stefani say shit in Hollaback Girl? How many times does she say the word shit in Hollaback Girl? Are we going to do closest two or...? A tiebreaker, just in case there was a time. All right, here come the answers. Please swap if you haven't done so. I'm a raisin. She's a cow. It's Oh Yeah by End of Fashion. Oh Yeah. Benley, did you get that one? We knew the artist, we couldn't remember the song title. Oh, Did we get half a point or anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about your podcast again, because I've been really, really enjoying it. Thank you. Why did you end up making a podcast? You're only two episodes in now, right? Yeah, well, you know, we just figured there's not enough podcasts. Yeah. And we just thought it's a very open space, there's no competition, and we just thought it needs more people. And it's you and your wife, I Yeah, me and my wife, we're doing a podcast. And we just talk shit to each other, because that's what we're doing anyway. So we're like, why not record it? I actually met your wife quite a few years ago. Uh, we were in uh, Los Angeles. And we Was this with Perry Farrell? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 it didn't work. Um, I went, um, we were playing a, uh, like a showcase show. You were playing it too. It was at the Bootleg Bar in LA. It was Ben Lee, oh, yeah. uh, Rufus Dussault, The Creases, my band, and Gang of Youth. So we've all gone on to do really big things. Uh, and um, <laughs> we're in the smokers section and she came over and started talking to our singer and like, you know, I, she should know better than anyone that cigarettes will kill you, but that's fine. She was trying to bomb a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, she was. <laughs> um, and she, yeah, she was talking to Joe, our lead singer, and he like didn't know who she was and was just like, yeah, I feel like it's really quite hard to make it in LA. I'm like, you got to try really hard. And she was being very sweet. She's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you really got to try hard. And then afterwards, we went home and just looked at her Wikipedia and we were like, fuck, how embarrassing because she's done so many things. But did they do a six-hour tantric meditation in the smokers section? No, they did. <laughs> That's they the should. thing, man. It's LA. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you make it, baby. Yeah. You go into this church of Scientology. <laughs> just staring at You take your niacin. You get in that sauna. Have you, have you ever spoken to the Church of Scientology people? Not intentionally. <laughs> I went enough. there. You Did went you? there? Yeah, I went to the big one in LA because I wanted to do the test. What did they say? So I went in because like, first I walked, I did like a lap around it and everyone watches you like some like, everyone looks out the windows and like watches what you're doing as you're walking around for a bit. And then I went in and I was like, can I do the thing where they hold the cams? Yes. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you have to kind of fill out this form and stuff. I was like, fine. Filled out the form and they said, what's your occupation? At the time I was working in radio, I was like, oh, media. And they immediately kicked me out. Oh. They're like, no. Can That's I a compliment. They, but there's one in Sydney on, on Pitt Street where you can walk in. And like that one I said, oh, I want to learn more about Scientology. And they sit you in this chair 
and there's like it's just a chair with a TV screen like dead set less than a meter in front of your face and there's all these speakers in the headrest that go around your head and you sit there and it's the Dianetics like pitch video and it's like it feels like it swallows you in you're like getting a warm hug from this chair and it's like have you and all the questions are like have you ever felt sad <laughs> you're like yeah I have felt sad and you're like well, do you ever want to feel happy? It's like, yeah, I'd like that, actually. That'd be good. And it's like, you can't not dis- you can't disagree with what the video is telling you. And by the end, you're like, fuck, actually, this might be okay. <laughs> I, I've, I've been in a few cults, but that one... That one has the most bullshit use of technology of any of them, I reckon. <laughs> if there's no psychedelics or orgies... Come on, it's like, Right, question 22. Identify the songs uh, from the opening riffs. Jeremy, what did you guys have for that one? Oh, we, were, we cooked it. We absolutely cooked it. I think we only got number two, which is Brain Stew by Green Day, okay. hopefully. Well, the answers were 25 or 6 to 4. <laughs> oh, no, we did get that one then. Chicago. 25 or 6 to, Yeah, oh, yeah, we got that one. Okay. Then Bra- we got Nirvana. Brain Stew and In Bloom was the last one yeah. by Nirvana. Well done. Have you got that? There is a Zeppelin song that sounds very similar. Oh, there's a different Zeppelin song that's very similar, yeah. The Jackson 5, of course, is his ABC. One, two, three, simple as Do, Re, Mi. And that's her three points. ABC, one, two, three, Do, Re, Mi. Jen, what, uh, what was the river in Take Me Home? Oh. Uh, we couldn't think of any other river, so we said Mississippi. Okay. Brisbane River. Brisbane. <laughs> Let's hear. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. You wouldn't have got it. It's not coming up on here, but it's the Shenandoah River. Shenandoah, anything like that. Patience for the Chattanooga. Is that okay? I'll give you Chattanooga yes. River. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a top five river. Identify these. Uh, who do you think you are? How do? You? Identify these artists. We had Lord. Yes. Then we had who was who was this one? Ben Eli. Did you know? That's Father John Misty. Father John Misty. Who was this next guy? Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the creator. And the last one. This is tricky, man. I don't know. Um, what do we put down? Creator. What did you guys put? We were hoping the shirt gave it away and they're wearing their own shirt, which is a bitch woo. Yeah. Is Lamb of God. <laughs> well done, who got that? Lamb of God. Okay, according to uh, votes by players like yourselves, the four most Australian songs of all time in fourth place. I don't like it. Maybe you do. It's the horses. In third place, it's Kaysan. With 68 uh, votes. In second place, Waltzing Matilda. And with 221 votes in first place, it's Down Under. And that'll work. Land Down Under, anything like that. Uh, In case you're wondering, fifth was You're the Voice. Sixth was Home Among the Gum Trees. And seventh was Great Southern Land. In case you're wondering. 
Those are the answers. What about working class man? What about Rip Rip Woodchip? What about Rip Rip Woodchip? I agree. That's a great song. Shad, what was the name of that, uh, the highest selling song, one of the highest selling songs of all time from 1998? What did you guys have? Uh, we definitely did not know this one. Um, no. Was it the Macarena? No, oh, it's not. Let's listen to it. It was Mundian Tabaki, Punjabi MC is all I was looking for. If you wrote Pen, who got that? That's insane. Oh, good on you. Well done. Well done. Question 28. It's one of the highest selling songs of all time, actually. Like top 15, I think. Uh, psychosomatic patience. What did you have? Psychosomatic out of consent. So we What's had Firestarter. And then right. we also had Avalanche's uh, Frontier Psychologist. Psychiatrist. 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 The answer yeah. is... Are you a Scientologist? <laughs> Breathe by Prodigy. And that boy needs therapy. Psychosomatic. That boy needs therapy. Psychosomatic. That boy. Lie down on the couch. <laughs> Carly Minogue. Who did she team up with? Jeremy. Hunky Monkey Jason Donovan. Jason Donovan. That's right. And Shad. Yes. You like hip-hop. What were the two Eminem songs oh, with Lose man. in the title? Okay, so the first one is um, Lose Yourself. Lose Yourself is correct. Now, the second one, I think, is Lose It. It's Just Lose It, but I'll give yeah. you that. Oh, just man. Lose It. That's awful song that made it to number one, too. <laughs> by anyway. Yeah. Um, luckily, Cleaning Out My Closet went to number three, so I don't need to have that argument. It does have Lose in there somewhere. <laughs> But luckily, that doesn't count. All right, mark that answer sheet. Total up the top. Back to the team it belongs to. We're going to have a bit of a break. And oh, let, let's have some more karaoke. Let, we'll have one more karaoke song from Goxie. Yeah. Alana's going to come around and collect your answer sheets. I'll come too. And uh, we'll let you know how you went very soon. Let's get those lighters out or no, phones. Workplace OH&S, you can't use lighters anymore, can you? Yeah, that's good shit. And everyone's healthy, no one smokes. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend is a city I live in. The city of Brisbane Lonely as I am Together we cry This bloke likes to mention California a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> I drive on the streets Cause she's my companion I walk through the hills Cause she knows who I am She sees my good deeds And she kisses me windy. That's all right. Well, I never worry. Now that is a lie. Here we go.
In third place tonight, getting the $50 voucher, it's Put Music in Medicare. In second place, getting the $100 voucher and the Ben Lee vinyl, it's Think 182. And first place, uh, they were on the winning side, but they would have won either way. It's We Can't Be Beatles. Please give them a big clap. You're mad dogs. I had a bunch of fun tonight. Thanks so much for coming out, everyone. Big thank you to Alana as well, too, and Aaron Gox for filling in the last second. We're going to close the night by uh, getting a duet from Patience and Ben Lee. It's a little song, but especially for you.
Thanks for coming. Come back and see Ben Lee in June here. We'll see you in July at the Fortitude Music Hall.